All right, it's recording. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're back. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, finally made it. Can you believe it? This is our very last docu-series 2020 pod. It's been a long time coming. Whew. Yeah. I really enjoy doing these. I'm not going to lie. Because I feel like it brings some, like, structure to, like, thoughts that we have in general. Or, like, brings different things to mind. But hopefully you guys all enjoy them. But if you don't, you're in the clear. And if you do, enjoy this one. (laughs) All right. Let's get this thing on a road. Or is that even how you say that? Let's get this thing on a roll. Cut that out. I think we got it right. (laughs) Let's get this show on the road. Yeah, I combined two. Let's get this show on the road. And let's get... Whatever. Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, last episode of Break the Silence, episode seven. The title was We Walk Together. I don't like past tense. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, thank you. I just realized that. I'm like, I don't like past tense. Anyway, um, the little description here says, don't let go of our hands because each other is whom you rely on. 62 concerts in 20 cities for one year and two months. Love yourself, speak yourself to brought BTS and two million army together from all over the globe. As BTS and ARMY walk on side by side, their shining moments and their passionate, everlasting companionship will continue. Two million ARMY. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Let's start. Um, So the show starts off and they're in Saudi Arabia um, for their show that was on October 11th in 2019, which was after that break yeah 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 so it was after that break that they had so jungkook had all his tattoos still covered up at that point in time but we are now in this universe of tats so (laughs) (laughs) exactly and jim is uh slowly and surely getting there with his tats i know they're not as like he he knows what's up because he like knows how to shock army less he'll just be like a tiny 13 it's not like <laughs> an entire hand and his arm all at once you know like right he'll slowly ease you in get you used <laughs> to it <laughs> exactly all right um the, i only had two comments about this concert um one was jimmy getting all happy over his birthday song he didn't even realize that it was they're singing happy birthday to him he was trying to sing along with it <laughs> you realize at the end because they said his name (laughs) which was cute um also he was in the back dying which was troublesome (laughs) yeah uh yeah i was wondering if they do that often like are they constantly using an oxygen mask or in particular he was just struggling so it definitely didn't that. seem abnormal because there was definitely an episode where Tay was using like a portable oxygen, like it was almost like an aerosol bottle with like mm-hmm. the mask attached. So it might not be all the time, but it's definitely not rare. That's scary. Like yeah. feeling like you can't breathe. As a person that has asthma, like do not no. 
that it's terrifying. Scary. Yeah. I am curious, just like a couple minutes ago, I was looking at the concert attendance numbers and honestly, like, I'm curious why the stadium itself in Saudi Arabia has like a capacity of approximately 68,000 and they had it set to 37,000 approximately, but it was only filled to just under 32,000. So that was the one show that it looks like was not sold out on the speaker self extension. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious why, because obviously they take a few seats from each venue for like behind the stage. Like no one's going to sit directly behind the stage. I'm wondering if they originally, like they originally have the stadium completely opened up. And then after tickets went on sale, they realized it wasn't going to be completely full. So they just like, cover the seating like they do for certain shows um or if they opened up with this set amount like we're only going to sell this many tickets like they did some i don't know uh polling marketing trying to figure out how many people would actually show up at the concert or would actually buy tickets so they just guesstimated pretty much it would be so much and they were pretty close so i don't know either way very interesting Yeah, it is interesting because even for, like, other venues, if you combine, and some of these are combined with, like, two or three nights, they only did one show there, you're still in, like, the 50,000 range, 40 to 50,000 range, maybe even into the 60s of thousands of people per night, so I am curious why it was smaller. Yeah. But... They have as many fans there, so... No yeah. have the whole big stadium open. Yeah. I guess in my mind, I figured it's an area... I was thinking there would be pent-up demand because it's an area that they don't often go to. Yeah. But who knows? But that was just an observation that I had. Yeah. Um, so they briefly showed that tour like yeah. <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> Maybe not even that long. Um, before they start going into prepping for the final, the final shows in Seoul. Um, I didn't have much comments on, I actually, I don't think I had any comments on like the prep. (laughs) Um, The only comment I had, which was something that I just randomly was thinking about, like how, which we'll never know this, I'm sure, how they do their splits for, um, you know, how much they receive as an artist for, um touring merchandise album sales um advertisements and things like that like how much do they get versus how much big hit gets because usually artists make the most money when they go on tour so i'm wondering if that's been affected since they're obviously not on tour now so i mean i'm sure they're still doing well like obviously we can tell they're still doing well (laughs) um but I just thought that was interesting. Um, They're still flashing their Rolexes on like every other run episode, so I wouldn't worry about them too much. Right, and like that won't go away. I'm sure they can pay rent, but <laughs> just you know, just I don't know. Food for thought. We'll never know how they do their splits ever. I'm sure they'll never release that information, but yeah. But it's fun to think about. I wonder the cut the company takes 
Also, right. like, Bong Bong Con, like, a virtual concert versus a real concert. Right, or how they're able to negotiate now that they're at the level that they are. Surely they should be able to barter for more. Yeah, I'm sure they get more since they renegotiated. Right. Yeah. Especially since they signed on for another seven years, so it must have been good, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever they agreed to. Yeah. Well, Uh, recently it was on my timeline on Twitter that, like, when they were shooting the Hyundai, like, promos, Tay was literally like, oh, this car's nice, and just, like, purchased it. Bought it. Exactly. (laughs) I'm sure they're doing fine. I'm wondering if he bought it for himself or if he bought it for his parents. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, Because that car is like typically, I don't want to call it a family car, but it's a car that older adults would normally drive. (laughs) So I'm just wondering if he like just liked it for himself or he was just giving a gift to his, um, to his parents, which I could totally see him doing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it was like a top end model. Those like higher end Hyundai's are like super nice. They're like yeah. expensive because they're so nice. So <laughs> like, yeah, it's a Hyundai, but he's rolling. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's not in a hoopy. Like <laughs> I'll pull up to our next hang in the Hyundai, and you'll be like. It was the one my grandparents had, actually, which is funny, considering. And then when they stopped driving, like, we got it. <laughs> but, yeah. I'll be like, what do you think? You'll be like, this is not what I was talking about. <laughs> I also wonder something else, real quick, that we'll never know about. Is, like, obviously I was so happy when they took the break last year. Like, they right. deserved it. But I kind of wonder how they feel about it now, considering that, like, obviously 2020 has, like, completely gone off the rails. And, like, they're not touring now, as you pointed out. Like, I wonder if, in hindsight, they regret that. I know it's not, like, super constructive to think that way. But I'm curious, like, what they're thinking about now with that. Yeah. Like, they made a comment that they toured for 14 months for this tour, which is absolutely insane. So I'm sure that break was much needed. I mean, I, I, I mean, I can't say they might like to just keep going and going and going, but after touring for 14 months, like, yeah, you know, a month long break isn't too bad, but yeah, definitely now in hindsight, I mean, what would it have done? It would have just moved the timeline up a month. Is it worse if you don't go on the tour at all, or you're in the middle of the tour and have to stop? That's true. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like, had the tour always been planned? Like, okay, we were going to start at this time anyway? Or did was it set back later because they went on that break? I mean, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. All these yeah. questions we have that no one can answer. <laughs> right. No one except for, like, seven guys and their managers. And we don't have that kind of access. So. Right. So they did the Soul Final um, October 26th, 27th, and 29th of last year at Seoul Olympic Stadium. And all I could think about watching them perform was just, I miss this so much. <laughs> I would do so many things so I could go back to relive Boy With Love era. <laughs> I'm seeing all these tweets of like, and I know we're going to probably talk about comeback in a couple of minutes, but all these tweets being like, 
say goodbye to like map of the soul seven era and i'm like no it's not exactly. i'm not saying goodbye like i was supposed to see that on tour and that didn't happen so the era goes until i see it performed <laughs> exactly i'm like okay cool there's a new single coming out but we're still doing seven like i'm not done with this yet <laughs> i know and, and they better see not skip it. in concert come on yeah. they better not skip it either like whenever they do go on tour again they better do <laughs> better do these exact songs <laughs> Before you start doing new stuff, give me that seven tour that you had planned. I need like a four hour set list. Exactly. <laughs> like maybe five, whatever you can you do. Do like an hour long intermission. Yeah, take a break in the middle. Yeah. Just do two concerts rolled into one. Right. <laughs> Honestly, an intermission would be great. Like, I'm not kidding. Because like, I remember at the last concert, didn't you have to go to the bathroom and you came back in and like oh Jungkook God. was like flying around doing Euphoria and you were like, what? I left for two seconds. Exactly. So there's like no point where you can leave during those concerts to go to the bathroom. And yeah. also it wasn't just like a regular pee, it was like a drunk pee. So like <laughs> it was gonna come whether I wanted it to or not. So I had to go. <laughs> I had to go and get it. Um get it out. So yeah, we need like an intermission. Just give me like no, it can't even be like ten minutes because everyone will have a 10 minute bathroom break and it'll be way longer than that yeah I need I need like an hour intermission there's no one else performing with them so just give us an hour we can all chill and recoup it'll be like <laughs> map of the soul seven and then like rolling into whatever's coming right two concerts in one exactly plus like big hits like the kings of vcr so like those like cute little videos they do in between so or cue up the music videos like they do beforehand right just have a little party in the in the middle, you know? Stop. You can go get some merch. Go get some food. That awful overpriced food. <laughs> $12 nachos. Exactly. <laughs> Probably more like $15 nachos in, like, <laughs> New York, but whatever. I didn't have too many more comments. Uh, you told me there was one other comment that you had. Something about hibiscus. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not, I didn't really like write down much, but I was just saying it was really over for me when I saw him in that red suit. Um, I feel weak when I see Hobie in that red suit and I'm not even like a Hobie bias. Like, like red is his color. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even, I don't even think I really thought about it too much until I saw him in an all red suit. <laughs> it's just something about something about that red and then the haircut the haircut like it was after chicken noodle soup so he still had those highlights but it was cut this time so stressful <laughs> i can't um yeah god i was saying that i i think i already said this before but jungkook was making comments about how much he loves touring or how he cried a lot during the tour um so he was saying something about how like you know when he's on stage is when he like really feels like the most loved or how much he realizes he loves performing so I feel bad for him I mean I feel bad for all of them because I'm sure they all like you know really enjoy touring and stuff but he seems like he just loves it so much he's such a like thrill seeker so I can imagine that this is really hard for him at this time so yeah I just feel bad Um, 
what else Rodan I'm just well. trying to think of like which member is probably the happiest at home right now I'm just thinking Yoongi <laughs> when you say Jungkook is like a thrill seeker having a hard time without touring I see like Jungkook and Jimin and obviously like Yoongi likes performing and he loves music but like in my head he's probably equally happy in his studio like working on beats and like being out there yeah but they always talk about how like they just like they pretty much just like going like they just like non-stop work which for them I guess sometimes it's not work it seems like they don't really talk bad about the you know like the touring or like the concert aspect of it or like the performing aspect of it it's more so like (laughs) the invasiveness and their like lack of privacy that they have that they seem to have you know any like kind of major issue with so yeah I'm sure they're all like not happy right now and this is such an extended period of time too to be sitting out it's not even just like one month it's months on end yeah yeah I know I'm not even a celeb and I know (laughs) I'm not used to that high-flying lifestyle and I still know and they're doing way better over there than we are I'm like they're gonna open up the rest of the world before America does. Here's a question. <laughs> What's worse, no tour or no tour in America? Because right now, I think, like, if I started to see them going on tour other places, like, of course I would be happy for ARMY in those places. But I think I might just be, like, a shell of a human, like, in the fetal exactly. position on my bed. Like, they are touring, but they are really not cry. coming here. Yeah, I would really cry. And I'm like, we could, you know, or I should say, Rich Army would have the funds to be able to travel outside of America, right? But then they probably would but have to quarantine. You can't even. You'd have to quarantine for <laughs> exactly. Unless you're just, like, rolling in vacation. Even if you could afford to go, I think, like, we are literally not allowed to go to certain countries right now. Yeah. Like, you look at the list of where can Americans go, and there's, like, three places. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um... There was something I was going to say. Oh, yeah, just about um going on tour and, like, concerts and stuff. I feel like that's probably when they feel most like a celebrity. Like, I think Jungkook was saying something about, like, um, like, it's when I realize or feel that I'm a celeb. Like, that's probably when you get the rush. Like, the Sea right. of Army bombs and, like, going all these places and seeing that people are always going to turn out for you. Um. Versus, like, you're in your apartment, you probably feel more like everyone else, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the, the concert's probably the biggest difference, or the time where you feel it the most. I'm like, I wonder if they get a sense of normalcy staying inside. Probably, and they're probably bored. I wonder how they feel about being normal. Yeah, they probably are. I, I, I would hope that it's, I don't know. I'm like, since they, they don't get the opportunity to go outside without being harassed, I, <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if they are able to do so now. Well, I guess not, because as we've seen, thanks to the tabloids <laughs> in Dispatch. Anyway, next. <laughs> um, Abort mission. Abort this conversation. Exactly. <laughs> I only had two more points, and it was just about Jimin teasing them about how they cried. He was so spot on, which was hilarious. I'm like, Jimin is so funny. 
<laughs> he's also like, I wonder if they were like, <laughs> they wanted to slap him, like, shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> I kind of get that vibe. So like, <laughs> I feel like people often permit, uh, uh, wow, often forget that I'm Jim and double biased, right? But like, people are like, what an angel. He's so precious. Like, don't get me wrong. I love that side of him. Those are not wrong comments. But like his sassy side, like he can just like destroy you with like one line, you know. He's kinky. He's so funny when he's in that zone, in that mood. <laughs> I also feel like he was a bit tipsy, especially towards the end. They were like, he was like telling Tay to like make a toast. He's like, when Tay toasts, it's so funny. Like, but if nothing was funny. <laughs> it's like, honestly, honestly, same. I'll be like, that's so hilarious. Someone will be like, no, that, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, um, my last comment was them showing their their OG logs, which was making me want to cry really hard. <laughs> Seeing them then and all their wants and desires and seeing it come true it's just really fulfilling and like jen had the same haircut that he did then he doesn't age he looks the same (laughs) exactly i'm like how is this guy doing this um real life edward collin yeah i say this all the time but i'm like thank god we have bts like i can't imagine like what would i be doing if i wasn't doing this right now yeah, I don't know. Or how boring it would be if I wasn't a BTS fan. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, whenever I'm stressed or things are monotonous, it's just like, I can enter this whole other world. It's amazing. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, that's it for the episode. I was going to ask you about your thoughts on the new comeback since they revealed that woo, we're getting my answer is no thoughts head empty (laughs) (laughs) no um i do have some thoughts so first of all okay (laughs) it was so funny because my entire timeline was like what's this first countdown gonna be i'm so hyped and it was like (laughs) are you following bts on spotify i'm like shouldn't you have asked me this four years ago? Like, yes, I follow BTS on Spotify. And then everyone on my timeline was like, bring back Minyoungi's blurry photos, like king of promotions. <laughs> like, I'll never shade him again. That was the most, <sighs> I can't tell you how mad I was. <laughs> I didn't eat, like, I was just so excited. I didn't have any food. I'm like, I'm going to wait because I don't want to go downstairs. And then it suddenly turns 11 and I miss it. Yeah. I'm like, let me just stay here in my seat and just wait to see what it is. And then they put that up. I was so bad. <laughs> and then, and then, okay, honestly, beforehand, everyone had these theories of like, this is matches this person's mic color and this matches this person's mic. You know, like ARMY are always like on their A game with theories and right. like, there was all this stuff. And then it was literally, they were like, oh, the colors just match the like social medias at the bottom. So now I'm like, is every single one going to be like, are you following them on Insta? Do you follow them on Twitter? Like, and like honestly I'm kind of I saw this other tweet that I really agree with so first of all I love that BTS came on to tell us first right like we Mm -hmm. as ARMY heard it from them 
but overall the like western label handling this promotion it feels like a comeback that's not for army you know what i mean (sighs) it's just because they don't do promo the same so it just feels weird it just feels like some you know regular promotion that you would see for some western artists you know they just kind of suck at promos <laughs> but it's like when you're already driving a maserati and then you downgrade to a honda like what is right. it and i drive a honda right i love my honda but like right i, I it doesn't make sense it's nothing like new or groundbreaking yeah yet. so then, i hope i'm eating my words the next episode then here comes big hit today this morning with the surprise drop of oh the song is called dynamite i'm yeah. assuming um don't know what that means cue that old <laughs> song from like 2009 was it teo cruz <laughs> <laughs> when they said retro oh, they meant no, retro no, i told you twice yeah. <laughs> um i hope it doesn't sound like that <laughs> um i don't know if they throw it back like some like super old like like disco type thing i don't know that'd be kind of cool or like funk like kind of like bruno mars or something like yeah recent album yeah that might be cool i mean they, i don't know i mean they've done a song kind of like that i think boys with fun kind of sounds like that but i don't know we shall see i'm excited um i need something new because i'm just i'm just tired and sad (laughs) so i need some like new content um what do you think it'll sound like do you think it's gonna sound retro um well i'm hoping it does after all this promo I guess, like, The weekend's Blinding Light sounds extremely 80s to me. Like, whenever it comes on, I just think, like, 80s at first. So I wouldn't mind, like, something like that. I'm kind of hoping another, like, a Brand New Day track because I still listen to Brand New Day on the regular. That'd be cool. Uh, it would be really cool if it was a track like that. Um <laughs> I'm excited and intrigued by an all-English track, um, as well as, like, a retro track. Like, I remember them saying, like, we'll probably never do this, and of course you can change your mind, but when they said they were doing an all-English track, I was very surprised. So, I'm kind of, I'm happy for what they released no matter what, on a personal level, like... I'm going to eat this song up like I have every other song, but I'm a little leery about the Western airplay side of things because I know how they've been treated in the past. Yeah. And if it's different, why is it different? And if it's the same, why is it the same? Um, with an English track, I think my personal opinion is that they're extremely gunning for the Grammys with this track, like the timing, everything. Um, I don't know. That and that it's like, not that it's being only released in the U.S., but it's like U.S. focus. So I find it quite strange that it took them to release an all-English track for the U.S. to what? Like, like why all of a sudden now are they partnering with Sony to release this song? 
why is it now that these labels are tweeting about bts like everyone's talking about this now i'm like so in order for bts to have gotten the promo that we were been asking for for years in the u.s they had to have a partnership with some major u.s music label like that's kind of trash like are they only going to get radio airplay now because sony says so that sucks that yeah. they have to have some kind of u.s deal in order for them to get radio airplay and they can't just get it alone based it, off of their own merit yeah it certainly makes you question other music that you hear on the radio too and how radio right. works i saw a really interesting thread all about like radio breakdown in the u.s and the key takeaway was like even though it seems like radio is all about playing new songs it's really not it's all about like keeping an audience and so radios are like radio stations i should say are extremely like risk averse and they only want artists that have other radio play but like why is it that you consider bts a risk quote unquote when you have such a huge following and they're clearly doing numbers completely on their own without any like western support really hoping we just like smoke all previous records out of the water yeah i'm I'm just like i'm sick of the gatekeeping I've been ranting about gatekeeping on this podcast since we started this podcast. Like, I feel like nothing I can say about it at this point is, like, groundbreaking in any way. Like, I'm just so annoyed. And, like, at this point, I want the song, like, they've said, like, the song is for International Army in, like, a tough time. Like, I want it to be for us and I, for any army, right? But, like, especially International Army, but, like, of course I want BTS to do well. I'm just always, honestly, I am really protective of them. Um, and I'm worried about like what kind of media circus this is going to bring. And I hope it's good, but I have like very low standards for like (laughs) the mainstream, like music industry at this point. So I would love to be wrong and I hope that I'm wrong. And I hope this isn't like a steaming hot take, but I'm a little bit leery about where this is headed. Not because of BTS or the song, but just, like, (laughs) everyone else. Yeah, I just want us to enjoy this and have fun. Like, there's just so much pressure of, oh, these, this group's putting the same thing out on the same day. We gotta, like, make sure that we're, we get more YouTube views than them or that we sell more singles than them. It's just, I don't know. I just want to enjoy the music. Yeah. I mean, yes, I, I want to see them do well. I want to see them break records and things like that. But I don't know. It just seems like it just adds way more pressure than necessary when we have to constantly be like, we need to hit this many pre-orders, this many. Like, I get it and I support it, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I do think that's a really interesting phenomenon that's fairly, like, k-pop specific at least in my experience i don't know your like one direction experience but like i don't know the obsession with like streaming and like breaking records and like i guess i feel like yeah if you feel like you have something to prove or like you have someone to beat but like in my mind like bts is in a class of their own there's nothing left to prove yeah and if they want to do it they should go for it right i'm not here to be like don't do it but I agree. Enjoyment of the music should come first. These things have definitely evolved as streaming has become more dominant than 
pure physical album sales. So, I mean, yeah, you know, people would talk about album sales and, you know, things like that way back when, but a few years ago. But of course, now it's way more, um, I guess, necessary for artists to break records with streaming. Um, and I guess probably Army in particular feels more, um, I don't know, adamant about doing so because BTS just has so much up against them. Yeah. So I totally understand where, you know, like the fandom as a whole is coming from and the goals that we want to hit. I think it's really cool. I think we definitely should. I mean, why they have 23 million followers on Twitter. Who are all these people? Like, let's rally together. Like, we need to get all the Weverse army and the YouTube and IG army and the Pinterest army together. <laughs> like, I forgot about them. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's unite and sell some freaking albums, man. Yeah. No, for sure. I'm not saying it's bad to have goals. I guess I yeah. just noticed, like, and I love how organized we are, and that's one of our strong suits. And when you look at the history of, like, BTS being from a small label and, like, you know, even early on being, like, gate kept in Korea, like, it totally makes sense that we've become how we are. Like, if you look at the history of, what we've faced and what we've overcome and what we've beaten so far but like I guess on the other hand like when did it become so stressful I know it is stressful I'm not gonna lie it's stressful like the last comeback with on and the whole YouTube views thing that was so stressful and so I'm hoping it doesn't happen again but like what can we do if the odds are stacked up against us like I, I don't want us to feel like we failed them and I don't think they see it that way either you know I don't they're not like putting albums out so they can say oh we have the most YouTube views you know I mean they've explicitly said in this series that we've reviewed and in others it's not really about that anymore right they're not making music to like I think it was Yoongi that said this like beat themselves like right I yeah but and it, it, I think part of it, too, is the pushback. Like, if YouTube, for example, just let us be. <laughs> I exactly. just don't know why we're constantly being undermined, right? Like, if they have 23 million Twitter followers, right, why do you think these views are fake? Why do you think, like, these accounts that are tweeting are, like, troll accounts? Like, why do you think we're not real people? Exactly. I don't know why every time we do, or, like, you know, the recent article about, like, no disrespect to her, but, like, Taylor Swift has sold the most albums in 2020, like, that is patently false, or, like, the previous debate about bundles, like, if you don't come for us, we won't have to feel this way, like, people are, like, ARMY are so toxic, well, just leave me alone, and, like, (laughs) you didn't have to poke me with a stick 15 times first, and then you wonder, like, why I'm pissed off, (laughs) exactly, it just drives me insane, annoying, yeah well you need to go watch bon bon con the live finally oh my god i cannot tell you how happy i am that they posted i was facetiming my mom and i was like "Ah," in the middle of the call (laughs) she was like what's wrong with you like bon bon con is finally live again (laughs) so yeah as soon as i get off here i'm gonna go watch bon bon con with my friend 
I've been waiting on that for what? It's been like a freaking month now since they did Mung Con. God, I have no sense of time passing now. It could have been a month. It could have been a week. It could have been five years ago, but I hope you enjoy it. It's been like almost a month, right? Because it was on their anniversary. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I am so hype for this anyway i'll come back and i we can finally have our bong bong con talk or did we already do that i feel like i kind of did that to you i apologize (laughs) but yeah we can definitely talk about it again whenever you want so but yeah all right well that was the end of our break the silence review we made it now we can look forward to in the soup (laughs) (laughs) i know i feel a bit empty We've been doing yeah. this for so long. I know. We've been killing it, though. Yeah. In our quota cap last month. We've been potting, man. All right. All right. Anyway, have fun. We'll talk soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hasta la próxima.